Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Such Hair Shenanigans. I'm your host, Asmaya, and I'm here to bring you another episode. Um, well, first, let's just talk about a life update, and I'm going to do a hot take, and I'm going to do a little pop culture moment. These are little segments that I'm going to try to add into my podcast, just to make things a little bit more interesting, a little more, more fun. Um, even though I do upload an episode every two months, we're going to get into it. So, happy Super Bowl Sunday or whatever. Don't really watch. Mm, I don't, no, I don't watch football. I go to football games, but this last, well, for my college, this last season, I didn't really make it in too many games. I was, it was just mostly like, I've been going to football games for tailgating. Like, that's the fun part. Watching football, not so much, even though, you know what, in what okay there's a show called wags and wags stands for wives and athletes why no sorry wives of athletes and girlfriends something like this like wives and girlfriends that are dating athletes that's what a wag is essentially don't know can't give you the acronym right now but it does stand for something along those lines so maybe you can look it up i don't know this show came out when I was in high school, like a sophomore, I want to say freshman, sophomore, freshman, something along those lines. I was obsessed with this show. I swore, I swore I was going to marry an NFL player. Okay, there's still time, you know what I'm saying? But I swore I was going to marry an NFL player and little did I know like the amount of foreshadowing that this was going to have in my life. I mean, I would say for most of my undergraduate, like, like most of undergrad, I just could not escape them. I was tired, could not escape athletes, couldn't do it. So that was some crazy foreshadowing. Like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. But anyway, Super Bowl Sunday, who are you guys rooting for? I'm not really rooting for anyone. Even though I don't watch football like that, my team is the Cowboys, um, the Dallas Cowboys. But who I'm rooting for, I'm going to go with the Eagles because. I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to Kansas City. I like Philadelphia more than Kansas City. I've actually driven by the Eagle Stadium quite a few times. My mom used to live in New Jersey. I've driven by that a bunch of times on the way to the airport. So, and I just like Philadelphia more than Kansas City. Um, And I'm a green girl. I love, like right now, green is my color. So I want to say go Eagles, go Birds, whatever the slogan is. I hope they win. Yeah. But a little life update. No, maybe I should do my hot take first. My hot take is after the year of 2019, has life been real? I'm saying this as in like, life has not felt real after 2019. Like 2019 was probably like, like 2019 was a good year for me. But then after that, I just feel like everything went downhill. Am I lying or what? Like, so much happened after 2019. Like, 2019 was a peaceful year for me, at least. Can't really think of any big events that happened in 2019. I'm sure that there were some. Just can't think of any. But, yeah, 2019 for me was, like, a blast. First uh, semester of college. Great, 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 great time. And then life took over and got crazy. So, 2019, last real year to me. And I miss her so much. But anyway, life update. So I'm officially an alumna of Prairie View a and University. And I now have my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in sociology, magna cum laude. P. 
period. Um, I always get the question like, how is grad life? But I really don't feel like I've started it yet. Only because, well, I guess overall answer would be good, but I would say only because like graduating in December is a, it's a weird time versus if I were to graduate in May because I did graduate early. So versus graduating in May, my life would look different. I would already know where I was going to grad school at. I would already, uh, if I graduated May, I would already know where I'm going to grad school at. I would already have like life after undergrad kind of set up. Right now it is not that set up, but I'm in the process. And I only say that because like, I'm applying and have applied to grad programs and I do have an important interview coming up. And so I pray, 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 and just say, amen, that I will have some good news in a month or two for you guys. Um, and just a set overall plan of where I'll be living, where I'll be staying because Currently, I am in Houston, Texas, um, and this is not where I saw myself after graduating. Like, if you asked me six months ago in August where I saw myself, it was not going to be in Houston. I was just so ready to leave Texas, but I think I was just, I think that I, the best decision I made after graduation was staying here. I was going to move to Pensacola for six months and work. I don't know anyone in Pensacola. Not saying that I would have met someone, but if you know me in real life, don't really talk to, I'm not going to talk to you. Sorry. I just, uh, I just don't like, I don't like small talk. And then I just sometimes just don't want to talk, you know? And I'm like a super introvert, so I don't know. But I think that I would have had a really tough time adjusting being in Pensacola and just not being familiar with the place and only being there for six months. I think that would have been exhausting and my whole thing is that I was looking for stability like I've been saying for probably a year and a half now I just wish I had some stability I wish I had some stability I've moved since 2020 I've moved about six to five times um due to my mom's job not that I've moved but during the summers or whatnot I moved with her and then I'll come back to school so it's been a lot and the way that PV set up um majority of the students do live on campus not like other universities even tsu which is like what 50 minutes from pv it's in a, it's in houston it's in a big city where pv is in a very rural farmy type atmosphere so majority of the students at pv do live on campus although there are commuters and there are some off-campus options ah I'm not feeling off-campus options. And being a commuter at PV, I don't really feel like PV is a commuter-friendly um, school just because of the way that the parking situation is set up. But moral of the story, yes, I lived on campus all four year, all three years, sorry, at PV. And when you live on campus, you have to move out and move back in every every year. Even if you're staying in the exact same, um, what is it called? The exact same, like, I guess apartments, like, because there's several different apartments. I'm looking for a word, but I'm just gonna use apartments. There's several different uh, apartment, um, type of apartments on campus and apartment communities on campus. Even if you're, I've stayed in the phases, phase three for two years in a row. I stayed, well, I graduated early, but sophomore, junior, and my senior year, I stayed in the phases. So moving in and moving back out, and guess what? <laughs> it was on the third floor every time without fail. Yeah. Somebody in that office has a vendetta against me, and that's why I think. 
um there's no elevators like no but anyway so doing all that but 2020 yeah uh missed the pandemic my mom moved to new jersey so i helped with that drove to new jersey all the way from florida and now she lives overseas so that was the move that i also had to help with and that i was also like a really big part of like just getting all the stuff in the house and my stuff is in the house of course as well so it was just a lot i just really feel like i had a lack of stability i feel like i was always moving everywhere and i just feel like i was never in the same place consistently so i was like it doesn't really make sense for me to sit up here and move all my stuff to Pensacola. And it was only literally going to be for six months. I was going to find a furnished apartment. And I just thought this was the best thing for me at the time because I just missed Florida so much. But I felt as though I was trying to rush a little bit too much. And I just was not being patient. And I will say now that I am in Houston, I am content with my decision. Although I, all of the grad schools believe this. I'm leaving Texas. Yeah. All the grad schools I apply to are in Florida. I miss being in Florida. That I feel like that is what is home for me. I just feel like I have roots there. I just like I know that I sound crazy when I say this, but I just really feel connected to the state of Florida. I don't know what it is. And I think actually I do. I'm not gonna say it because I feel like people are gonna think I'm crazy because I'm gonna get on to find out. Yeah. Um, but yes, I just feel connected to the state of Florida, like being I grew, I didn't grow up, but I graduated. I went to high school in Panama City. Being in the water, like being in the ocean is so therapeutic for me. I just love it. I was there. I went back for two weeks during the summer and it was just like, I was having a time. Like I loved it. I was by myself majority of the time, but I was going to the beach every day and I just missed that. So I just really love living by the water it i just really feel like it's therapeutic for me and honestly i felt like the happiest i've ever 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 been in my life is when i lived in florida i feel like i was the most content there in my life and maybe that's why i feel connected but i just love the state of florida and yes but what i was trying to say is that i felt as though moving to pensacola was like i was doing too much even though this has been a plan for me for a while and me moving to Houston was very last minute, so I had to find an apartment with quickness, as well as graduating, like, literally on top of that. Yes, I moved into my apartment November 29th, and I graduated on December 10th. That was kind of crazy. It was crazy, like, getting everything, but we're here now. Um, So I just felt like I would have a hard time, and not that PV is in Houston, but it's close enough, and I've been to Houston. I'm not as familiar with Houston, but I felt as though, okay, I have the support system here. My mom lives overseas. It's smart for me to, it would be smart for me to stay here. Of course, if my mom moved in the States, I think that I probably would just have lived with her, went to go live with her and, you know, saved up whatever, been my bag, all that stuff. But she doesn't, she lives overseas. And the reason why I didn't go overseas is because when I go overseas, I just feel as though I, not that I don't have a life, I'm a very independent person. I want to move when I want to move, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Being overseas, she lives in a country where they drive on the other side of the road. I have no interest in driving there. It is scary and I don't want to. And it's just not as, I'm just not familiar. And it's like kind of a hard adjustment. I love visiting though, but living there full time, I think it would have just been tough for me. I think I would have felt even more isolated living over there. 
And so that's why it was my decision to stay over here. So I got oh, another life update. I am a substitute teacher. And this has also been a plan. Like I had an after graduation plan. And so after graduation, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a substitute teacher. And yeah, I'm gonna bring my bag. I thought I was gonna work at Bombshells or uh, what's that place? Hooters or Hooters has been a dream job of mine for a, like the longest time. And that was my thing. When I was gonna go back to Florida, I was gonna work at Hooters. Like I had a plan, but Hooters has been like, hey, um, I hate them sniffling on here. Hooters has been like, not a dream job, but like a job that I've always wanted to work. I think it would be so fun. Um, even though I have no experience in food or waitressing, I'm like, I think it'd be cool. But I don't know why I'm sniffling. Um, that would sound gross. Just did it. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, I'm currently a substitute teacher and that was something that I plan to do regardless. Um, yeah, I hope I'm not sick. This, this will be crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm currently a substitute teacher, and that's something that I plan to do regardless of where I was located. Uh, and I must say, I really, really love it. I'm going into my third week, Monday will be the third week of me doing this, and so I really love it, and it's very rewarding. I just, I really just love it. Like, I don't know. Because a part of me always have wanted to be a teacher. No, I'm not going to say I want to be a teacher. I, I, I was like, okay, being a teacher would be fun. You know? I'm not going to say a part of me is all because that's not true. But I, I thought, okay, being a teacher, that'd be cute, fun. And so I feel like I get the best of both worlds because being a substitute teacher, not saying that the students are not my responsibility, that they're not my responsibility, but I feel as though I don't have any responsibility being a substitute teacher. I don't have to do parent-teacher conferences. I don't have a planning period. I don't have a conference, I don't have to do buzz duty, I don't have to do lunch duty, I don't have to do detention, none of that. I get to go to work, tell the kids this is what we're doing, blah, 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 and I go home. And I don't have to answer, not that I don't have to answer emails, but just the responsibilities that come with being a full-time teacher. But I do have the opportunity of basically being a teacher because in the district that I work at, there are teacher vacancies and I am basically able to pick up my own classroom, but I'm still, I've been offered I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do and where I want to do it at. I think it's important for me to find a school where me and the staff are like, you know, good, I guess. Not good, but like, I like the staff. I like the environment. I like the school that I'm at. And so I will say so far, I did sign up. I knew I wanted to do middle school and high school. And so as far as middle school, I no, I knew that I didn't want to do elementary school. Little kids are just not my, not my judge. Just, they're just not for me. But so surprisingly, the sixth graders, I think they're my favorite. And I do middle school and ninth grade because some campuses strict like have their own ninth grade building. Eighth graders, like they feel like they're too cool. And ninth graders will sometimes talk to me, but it just depends. But the sixth graders will talk to me and I just love it. I love having conversations with them. I love getting to know them. And I feel like time goes by so much faster with Sixth graders, I do feel like they need more redirection, of course, because they're younger, but yeah. So that was my, oh, my hair is orange. And this was a whole thing. Um, I'm glad I adjusted to it. I think I look cute and all. Oh, also I want to do my favorite song right now. My favorite song right now is 
Boys a Liar with Pink Panthers and Ice Spice. Uh, that's been my part. I think it's called part two. I don't know. But that's been my jam lately. Like, every time I get in the car, I put them on. Like, you know, that's for my jam. And also, the kids at my job be calling me Ice Spice. They call me Miss Ice Spice. They refuse to call me Miss Patterson. And it's kind of wild. But, I mean, I guess I'll take it because I love me some Ice Spice. She's so pretty. She's so cute. Love her. But anyway, okay, let's get into this episode, y'all, for real. Um, so this episode has had three titles in the, like, in the process of me, like, putting my thoughts together on my notes. So at first it was going to be, like, how to deal with a breakup because it's Valentine's Day. Or the title, I had this idea of doing an episode on you don't have to get your lick back. And but also, like, I think I might name it Valentine's List. I don't know. But I will say, like, after graduating, I just feel like I'm, I'm an actual member of society. And, like, I'm an actual full-fledged full doll. Like, I'm a grown woman. Like, this is crazy. But after graduating, I think, I think I'm just doing too much. I'm really just thinking over it. I feel as though, like, okay i think i want to be married in the next two years and i don't really know if i believe that don't know maybe i should do five years next two years i turn 23 in december so two years from now i'll be 24 turning 25 i think that's a good time to put a ring on it if you ask me and i'll be in grad school still so i don't really think i'm doing too much but again i don't want to put a time on or anything but next five years i will i will for sure like to be married no kids though i'm so good Kids, when I'm 30, I want to have kids at 30 or 29 because I don't have me at 29 and I feel like that's pretty good. Hopefully, I'll go because I feel like to live life. Also, I've always been into the idea like I want to be married to my husband for at least I, I think five years is not asking too much to be married to my husband for five years without kids. I just want a relationship with my husband before I have kids and I just jump straight into it. But that's just me. Um. Yeah, but I've always wanted to have kids really late. That's always been a thing for me. I have no desire to have kids right now. But anyway, that might change. That's just how I feel right now at this moment. I feel like my life changed drastically every six months, so I'm not tripping. No rush. I'm not out here actively trying to find a husband. I feel like it. when the time comes, it'll come. But okay, so yes, I just told you guys all the titles or whatever. Um, but before I even start, I just want to say, wherever you are on Valentine's Day, whether you have a Valentine, whether you're single, you're in a situationship, you're heartbroken, you're recovering, you don't know, or you just don't know where you are. At the end of the day, whether you have a Valentine's Day, a Valentine or not, it is going to be okay. And you should look at it like this. By the time summer comes, you're not going to be worried about having a Valentine. You know what I mean? Be the city girl that you are, because I am, per. Um, but anyway, yes, I just feel like, for me, I just remember I always used to feel like this. Like, I first of all, I'm 22 years old, never had a good Valentine. I never had a good Valentine's Day, and I was in a relationship the last two Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, I actually got, on, I got out of a relationship last Valentine's Day. So life is kind of crazy. Just never had a good Valentine's Day. It was just, it's all. Valentine's Day for me has always been like, 
from a kid. I just remember like in high school being so sad. Because in high school, the boys did not used to talk to me. Hold on, I used to move my chair. In high school, the boys did not talk to me. They weren't worried about me. And so I never had a Valentine in high school or anything like that. And I just remember being like so sad in high school. You guys, I this is crazy. <laughs> in high school, I had a boyfriend in high school. My senior year of high school, I finally had a boyfriend. On Valentine's Day, he went to the movies with his homeboy. What? That was crazy. That was so crazy. Like, <laughs> see, I was looking back. I just remember that flashback. That was crazy. What's your homeboy? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. That was just crazy. I just remembered that. But anyway. <laughs> Valentine's Day for me personally has always been like, blah. Like, just never had high hopes. I just, my expectations are, I mean, my standards are, guys, my standards are not really that high. I'm not going to lie to you. They're not. They get a little bit higher over the years and stuff like that, but they're not too high right now. I'm going to be honest. But, um, yes, let me get that on track. I just feel like um, it's okay that you can have an online. And I feel as though if social media wasn't what it is, that maybe having a Valentine wouldn't be big of, that much big of a deal as, a, as we make it. Um, I just feel like social media especially glorifies relationships. You know, being a lover girl, all that, all that good and cute stuff. But only around this time because by the time... Summer comes, it's it's your girl summer. Get right, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know I am. Well, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> but yes, um, yes, I feel as though that social media glorifies relationships and like couple goals and all this stuff. But we know and we are aware that social media is fake. No one posts their best moment. On social I mean <laughs> that's wrong all people do is post their best moments on social media I know that I do and I'm kind of honest I'm not a one on one person so me posting my lowest moment on social media you probably won't see that one but hey um people only post their happiest best moments on social media people don't post when they're and their boyfriend are going through it or someone got cheated on people t I mean they do me personally, day-to-day -day girl, average Joe, I don't. That's just me. Um, but I just feel as though we've seen so many couples that we end up glorifying and almost idolizing on social media break up. Not only do they break up, we see that, okay, that relationship actually wasn't what we thought it was every time. I'm not going to say her name or anything like that, but I remember seeing um, an influencer or creator, whatnot, I just remember thinking her and her boyfriend are so cute, like had the cutest relationship. And basically she came out and was like, yeah, it, it, I don't want to give too many details, but it really literally was not what I thought was going on. Like I assumed that they were in a happy, go lucky relationship and that like, you know, that was her man. They loved each other and whatnot. But I feel as though all the time we see like these really, 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 really big couples on social media they break up they were cheating on whoever blah, blah 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 we see this so 
it's just kind of like, I don't really feel as though we should be in a rush to be in love or get in a relationship. Take your time with everything. But again, I do understand like wanting to be in a relationship, especially for those who have never been in a relationship. I get you. I see you. I understand. I did not have a, I didn't have my first boyfriend. I didn't have my first real relationship until I was 20 years old. And like I said, in high school, I never dated. I did not date. And so nobody was interested in me. I didn't have my first kiss until my senior year of high school. So, yeah, I mean, and I, trust me, I understand. I just remember thinking that something was wrong with me because boys didn't like me or whatnot. There was literally nothing ever wrong with me. I was always more than enough. I was always good enough. I just believe that it wasn't my time and that's okay. Just because you don't have a Valentine doesn't mean that you're ugly. Doesn't mean that you need to do something about yourself. Doesn't mean that you need to fix yourself or do anything to bet. I mean, of course you always want to better yourself. I think everyone should want to, you know, be a better version of themselves. But I feel as though just because you don't have a Valentine doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And I hope that you don't think that there's anything wrong with you because there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And my whole thing about, the funny thing about Valentine's Day is everyone pops out on Valentine's Day, okay? Now, the thing about popping out on Valentine's Day is, let me tell you something now. They do it every year. They're going to do it this year, 2023. There will be pregnancy announcements on April. I mean, there will be pregnancy announcements on Easter Day. So maybe, maybe you're okay that you missed out this Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? But everybody pops out on Valentine's Day and even, hey, I, we see each other. Even the boy that you thought that y'all had said, he might pop out on Valentine's Day too. And you're just like confused. Like you're dumbfounded on what happened. Yeah. But I mean, it's okay. Um, But everyone always pops out on Valentine's Day. And I, I understand. I think that social media makes us feel these like feelings. Me personally, on Thanksgiving, I deleted social media because that is the day that they like to pop out as well. So I just said, let me just get it. I don't want to feel anything. And so me personally, Valentine's Day, I will be off of social media. You will not catch me on that one. Um, but yeah, I and even if you need to take a break, I think, like, even if you need to take a break during the Valentine's Day for social media, take that break. Don't trigger yourself. Have a Valentine's, like... And when your homegirls are single, like, do something with them. Don't be all up in your feelings because you don't have a Valentine's Day. It's going to be okay. Life is so much bigger than having a Valentine. And I hope one day that you do find your forever Valentine and you find whatever partner, whatever man, woman, whatever. Like, you're per not your perfect person, but whatever man that you're praying for, whatever woman that you're praying for, whoever you're manifesting, I hope that that really happens for you and then you'll realize looking back later that it was never that deep it was never that deep valentine's day i believe i believe i don't know is a man-made holiday so who cares on february 14th that you didn't have a boo because you can get one on february 16th february 15th february 20th february 28th so who cares um yeah Personally, I just feel as though, because I know, I, like, I just remember my freshman year of college, I didn't have a Valentine, and I just remember being like, I just felt like there was something wrong with me, and I just really, that is just not a good feeling, and so, with that being said, I just hope no one else feels like that, and just, uh, moral of the story, I just, like, really hope that, you know, that you are good enough, and really, nobody else is doing it like you, because you're it, 
you're her, you're him, himothy, herothy, whatever you want to say, you know what I mean? So don't even worry about it. It's wired off a of duck's back at the end of the day. You have a whole entire year to fall in love. Why do you need to fall in love on February 14th? You know what I mean? So it's really never that deep. But um, yeah, but y'all mark my words. On Easter Day, there will be pregnancy announcements. 110 percent but yes even for my people who are maybe heartbroken during this time or you're going through it the healing and i know that you may be actually going through it on valentine's day because like i see you i know healing is a continuous journey and it's a continuous process and i just remember after my breakup there be points in my like journey as i felt i felt as though like, I was over. I was good. I was good. I was good. And then maybe even the next day, like, those wounds felt so fresh. But I will say this. During, like, 2020 was a year. Okay? Yeah. After my breakup, so many things, like, it just felt like a snowball effect broke up. But I wasn't really tripping off the breakup. I think I was just tripping off of how it happened more so. And again, when you break up with somebody, especially if you talk to them every day, I understand this person is talking to this person. This person has become a big part of your life. Talking to that person has become a big part of your routine every day. This has been a daily thing or even seeing that person every day. You used to see this person. Maybe y'all used to live together or whatever, things of that nature. I understand. This person used to be a huge part of your routine, a huge part of your life. And Benny, now that they're 100% cut off, like... You're feeling some type of way. You don't know what to do because that was your routine, seeing that person every day. You know what I'm saying? So I understand. But I also want to say this. You can heal however you want to. It's not up to everyone how you heal or what that looks like for you. Whether y'all broke up today, you move on tomorrow, that's your business. Who else's business is that? Y'all broke up today and it takes you a year to get over that person, that is your business. I urge you when I push you to you know do something different so you speed up the process so you can be happy because being heartbroken for a year that's tough and I want better for you but yes and alongside talking about healing journeys oh also one thing I wish part of my breakup healing journey whatever I wish that I did not seek out validation from people who I would never take relationship advice from I was seeking Validation with people who had never been in a relationship before. Like, what's going on? I think I just wanted to know. I wanted to know so badly if what I was doing was okay. And I, I think that's all I wanted, which is why I was seeking out, real, like, advice about this breakup. And if, I, if this is what I'm, if what I was doing was okay or was it not or, you know, like, if it's okay to me, I think that's the only person that it should matter to. Like, who cares? But I would say something that I was listening to, yeah, Mariah's song. She was like, I'm only human. Something about revenge. Yes. I think, again, we have been, I was her, okay? I was just like so into the thing that I had to get my leg back. I felt as though like I would only be content if I got my leg back. Like, yes, I would feel so much better about myself if I got my leg back. If he felt the way that I was feeling, I'll be content with myself. I'll be content with life. I'll be good. That was not the case. And I think that's something that really hindered 
my healing journey. I was not at peace when I was like trying to get revenge or trying to make that person feel bad about themselves or whatnot. I was not at peace. That is not me. That's not of my nature to be malicious and revengeful. And I think that other feelings come along with that revengefulness, like hatred and anger and all that stuff. Like, hey, babe, I want to tell you right now, you actually don't have to post that selfie. You don't have to post that thirst trap. It's going to be okay. And you don't need to get their attention, especially if they did you wrong. Because why are you trying to get someone's attention who didn't treat you well, who didn't treat you right? And if they cheated, what's going on and what were you doing? And we need to have a talk about that one. Um... But yes, I just felt like I had to get revenge. And I've, I've always felt like this. I'm not going to lie. But as I'm growing older, and as I went through this long and treacherous healing journey, I, I hope and I believe that that's something that I've grown out of. But while that contradicts it, uh, I've always been a big believer of everything. I believe that life is a cycle. And I think that... Anything that you put out will come right back. Um, whether you put out you're kind to people and you do good on to others and you're genuine, you're not manipulative, you're not messy, I believe that good will come back to you. On the other hand, I believe that if you do people wrong in any way or shape or form, hey, he, she, they cheated on you, they're going to get theirs. Don't worry. Don't be stuck up in... Like, you're just so stuck with the fact that that person did you wrong. Everyone is going to get theirs and everyone is going to have their time. And, yeah, I think that's a big thing, especially when you're on your healing journey. I think I just wish that was something that I remembered. Everyone's going to get theirs. It doesn't have to be at this moment, but good things are going to happen. You're going to find whoever you need to find. Like, that person is going to find their way to you. It always happens and everything always happens for a reason. And I think that's important for us to remember. But yeah, and I would also say the most peace I got in my healing journey, I, the best lick back, the best revenge that you can do is doing you, doing you, not worrying about nobody else but you, evolving, becoming your best self, doing all the things that you said that you were going to do in life with or without that person, accomplishing all those milestones with or without that person, um, that's the best look back to me. Doing you, succeeding, being successful, whatever that looks like for you, I believe that's the best look back. You being worried about yourself is the best look back. Putting all your time and energy into how, like, trying to get a person back, trying to make them feel how you feel. I understand. I get you. I see you. But I will say, to me personally, it felt like a waste of time. You are not going to feel content after you do whatever you feel as though was getting your lick back you're just not going to be content with yourself and and I think that's like it is what it is but I would say the most peace I got was just like being me not worried about no one else letting it go forgive you don't have to forget forgive don't have to forget me personally if you need to remove all them that person off everything do what you have to do I mean after you guys have parted ways Remember that you don't owe anyone anything and people deserve your loyalty. You don't owe people loyalty. I mean, of course, I feel as though, mm, I guess that's tricky, but I think that people earn your loyalty. Don't just give it out. So that's what that is. But yes, and again, moral of the story, it is all going to be okay. 
I hope you live your lover girl fantasies, your lover boy fantasies, whatever it is. I hope one day that you find your forever Valentine and y'all just be happy for the rest of your life. But yes, that's all I have today. I, this is a really long episode, so I hope you guys are going to listen to it. But that's all I have today. And if you have made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And until next time.